Well, my friends, both in the gospel and in our second reading, we have this idea that our life of faith, our life of grace, our life of holiness is not meant to just be a stagnant thing, but rather it needs to grow. It's something that we should always seek to grow, to increase. And that's the apostles. They, they say to the Lord, like, increase our faith. Uh, and these are the apostles. They're walking around. They're witnessing the miracles. We're way through the halfway point of the gospel. And so they say, increase our faith. And that, that, could be a, that should be something that we frequently say as uh, the church, as uh, our parish community, right? Lord, in, increase our faith. We want more faith. We need. We need more faith. Uh, and so we ask our Lord to grow faith in us. And he says, look, if, if you even had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could do incredible things. Like even, even a little bit is enough. It's enough to start. It's not enough to be stagnant. We don't want to be stagnant. We don't want to just kind of um, stay where we are. But we want to grow in even just the littlest spark. The littlest little bit is enough. Oh, I don't, I don't have as much faith as Mother Teresa would have had. Okay, well, if you don't think that you can get started on the Catholic life until you're basically Mother Teresa already, like, it doesn't work that way, right? Rather, where am I today, here and now? To know right where each one of us is, to know where, um, what a real estimation of our life of faith would be, and then to ask the Lord, Lord, increase my faith. Like Jesus, I, I need more faith. And this is also what happens when, when Paul says to Timothy, that young bishop, stir into flame, stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands, right? That it's not just meant to be, we have it and okay, like good, game over, finish line, right? No, it's just the beginning, Stir into flame that gift that we've received. Each one of us, if we were baptized, received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Each one of us, if we were baptized, received the life of God in our souls. A life that calls us to incredible holiness. And now our role is to stir that into flame. Do we recognize that each one of us on account of our baptism, is meant to live a life of real, canonizable holiness. That we're meant to pursue, like, be real saints because of our baptism. That it's not just for religious, right, as good as our faithful religious are. It's not just for the the sisters and the brothers and the monks and the nuns and the priests and the bishops. Like, no, it's for everyone. Radical holiness is for everyone. Each one of us is called to live that deep holiness. And we've already got the stuff for it. We've been baptized, and I'm assuming most people here this morning have been confirmed, right? We've received, we have the stuff. We've already got all the equipment. And so now we just need to use it. Fan into flame, stir into flame, that gift that we received, right? We received the gift in baptism, and now we have to stir it into flame. Now, 
here's, um, here's where I go wrong. Over the summer, we'd have usually a weekly fire with um, some of our students and young adults. And if you want to make a fire go from like little nothing to big, um, you can't just put more stuff on it, right? I'm like, oh yeah, we got a few more pizza boxes. Let's, let's toss those on there. So that'll, that'll work. Um, you can't always just throw more stuff on there, right? If you want a, a nice fire, a nice outdoor fire, you don't just put more logs on it. A lot of times, and this is my fault, right? You go to build a fire and you put too much in there. It's not about more stuff. You actually oftentimes need less stuff and more room for the fire to breathe. That you need uh, to be focused in what you have, what your, what your fuel is, and then you need room for that, that breath, right? And to, to fan, I have now a large cardboard box that's put aside that says, don't burn this, it's my fan, right? Because it's meant to fan, to, to, and that, that'll get a fire going like nothing, right? Because it's great. It's, it's the, the breath and making room for that breath. Well, the breath is the life of the Holy Spirit. And if we think that to be holier, we just have to do more stuff, right? That's what it'll mean to be holier. I'm just going to do more. No, no, no. That's like me trying to throw logs on a baby little fire and think that it's going to grow more. It won't. Rather make more room for the Holy Spirit that we want the Holy Spirit to inspire those actions, our, our daily things. How can I not just do more holy stuff, but rather do the stuff of my everyday life with more holiness? How can more holiness be added into these little things? So yeah, I have times for prayer. I attend Mass. I try to you know, say some other devotions like the Rosary. Um, and then I, I have time with my family, and we go to work, and we do all these things. But all these things I could do with more love of God. That each one of us could ask the Holy Spirit to be more present in those daily actions. So that God is the one inspiring. That's how we stir into flame. It's God himself who stirs that flame with the breath of the Spirit that gives life to that fire. Here's the last point. Today, October 2nd, would be the Feast of the Guardian Angels if it wasn't Sunday. And it's, you know, when Sunday, it's the Lord's Day, and so the Guardian Angels kind of give way to Jesus because it's Jesus' day. But we should still remember the Guardian Angels today. Even though we don't celebrate the Mass of the Guardian Angels, we can still remember them. And we should each remember that each and every one of us has an angel that was assigned specifically to us to pray for us, to uh, help us along the way of holiness, to protect us from falling into to evil, right? And, and being overcome by the power of the devil. I, being um, now that it's fall, I do enjoy watching some good football, right? And when you get a good blocker, right? When you get the ball and you're going to run up the field and there's a good blocker who's just going to knock out the linebacker. Like, great. That's what our guardian angel does for each one of us, right? Our guardian angel blocks the way so we can run for a touchdown. That's, that's the role of our guardian angels. And they're there, and we should thank them. And we should talk to them. And we should follow the blocker, right? 
Don't run a different route. You're gonna get, you're gonna get tackled, right? Follow the blocker. Look at what's going on. Work with our angel instead of ignoring our guardian angel or working completely contrary to what they're trying to do for us. We should ask our guardian angels to help us. They can help fan into flame the gift of holiness. And so let's not forget them. Our guardian angels are always praying for us. And so we should ask, are we really attentive to them? And do we let them help us? We should ask the guardian angels today in a special way to pray for us, right? Each of our own guardian angels, uh, and that we should trust more, following their lead, so that under their, with their help and under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the flame of faith may be alive in each one of our hearts, may be alive in our parish, and from here spread throughout the entire world.